He was the America East Player of the Year in 2019. And now Anthony Lamb is hoping that accomplishment and his stellar play as a forward with the University of Vermont men's basketball team will garner him a job playing at the very highest professional level. Lamb has declared his early entry for the 2019 NBA draft. He does have until May 29th to change his mind and pull back, and that would save his eligibility to play NCAA ball next year as a senior at UVM if he chooses to do so. The last catamount to test the draft waters was Trey Bell Haynes, who declared early eligibility in 2017. 2019 was Lamb's breakout season with UVM, the six foot six forward leading the Catamounts in scoring. He averaged 21 points per game, and the Cats rode a 27-7 record to an America East Championship and an automatic bid to the NCAA Tournament, where they lost to Florida State in the first round. To Major League Baseball, and if you're a fan of the Boston Red Sox, the only good news I can deliver is that the team did not play last night, so they couldn't tack a 14th loss onto a season that is quickly running off the rails. The Red Sox are mired in the basement of the American League East, already eight games out of first place with a paltry six wins on the season. And while it is early still, once you get into May, it's really not early anymore. Now, none of this would be especially notable, but for the fact that the Red Sox were World Series champions just last year. And this is virtually the same team taking the field this season. What's behind the maddening inability to put together good starting pitching, timely hitting, and decent bullpen relief? Your guess is as good as mine. But unless the Red Sox can flip a switch come May and put together some kind of long and uninterrupted winning streak, they will have virtually no shot at defending their title. And the narrative will likely then shift on whether second-year manager Alex Cora, who could seemingly do no wrong in 2018, should be shown the door this year. I do not think it is his fault, at least not to this point. The onus really is on these underachieving players up until now. The New York Yankees did play last night and were hoping to build off their two-game sweep of the Boston Red Sox at the stadium, but the Kansas City Royals belayed that order, beating the Yankees 6-1 to in the Bronx last night. Homer Bailey held the vaunted Yankee lineup to just three hits over six innings of work to snag the win for Kansas City. Domingo Herman took the loss for the Yankees. He was victimized by solo home runs off the bats of Jorge Soler and Ryan O'Hearn. And while the Yankees' early struggles are not nearly as dire as the Red Sox, at just eight wins and ten losses, they are not off to the start many expected they would be. Easier to see why, though, as the Yankees still have a significant number of players out with injury. And once those players come back, they will probably start piling up victories, like Homer Simpson piling up pancakes at an all-you-can-eat breakfast buffet. The New York Mets were idle last night. They take their 10-8 and record, which is good currently for second place in the National League East, to St. Louis. They will face the Cardinals tonight. The Toronto Blue Jays got a win, a 7-4 victory over the Twins in Minnesota, powered by home runs from Randall Grichik, Justin Smoke, and Teoscar Hernandez. Now, the NHL playoffs continued last night with some compelling first-round series looking like they could go the full seven-game distance. The defending Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals are having a tough time putting away the feisty Carolina Hurricanes. That series is now tied up at two games apiece after Washington won the first two games. Last night, Tuvo Teravainen knocked in the home uh, the game winner early in the second period in Carolina's 2-1 victory. But the Canes lost another player when Jordan Martinook appeared to injure his knee. He had to leave the game. The Hurricanes have already lost two key players in this series due to injury. So they are making it happen, having tied up the Capitals without some of their best players on the ice. 
Last night, Washington's T.J. Oshie also had to leave the game after he was run awkwardly into the boards. In Manitoba, where some of the most rabid hockey fans you will find anywhere wear all white to simulate whiteout conditions and cheer on their beloved Winnipeg Jets, there was shock and disbelief this morning after the Jets blew a two-goal lead in the third period and the St. Louis Blues completed their remarkable comeback in that final frame by scoring the game winner with just 15 seconds left on the clock. That game winner took all the air out of Bell Place as Jaden Schwartz knocked a pass from teammate Tyler Bozak out of midair and behind Jets goalie Connor Hellebuck for a 3-2 win and a three-games-to-two series lead with Game 6 back in St. Louis. ESPN reports an NHL statistic that does not bode well for Winnipeg. When a best-of-seven NHL playoff series is tied 2-2, the winner of Game 5 takes the series nearly 79% of the time. Now that stat adds urgency to tonight's game. Game 5 between the Boston Bruins and Toronto Maple Leafs in Boston, those two teams are tied up at two games apiece. In the NBA playoffs, Kevin Durant scored 38 points to lead the Golden State Warriors to a 132-105 victory over the L.A. Clippers as Golden State takes a two-games-to-one lead in that series. Derek White poured in a career-high 36 points to lead the San Antonio Spurs to a 118-108 win over the Denver Nuggets. Now the Spurs are up two games to one in that series. Also up two games to one are the Philadelphia 76ers over the Brooklyn Nets. Ben Simmons joined Derek White in setting a career high in scoring. He scored 31 points. That is a career best for him in Philly's 131-115 win over the Nets last night.